Good evening. Ah, it's uh, Thursday evening for the 4th of July. A lot of places have pulled back on where we can go, what we can do. We have a lot going on in this country. It's a lot of pain. And there's a lot of unanswered questions about many things. I must admit, that uh, walking up the stairs tonight to do this was, felt like the danger zone. I was, I was daring a new growth evoking response because I had to look at some of my viewpoints and just how I see things. And I'm not an expert on race, culture, or anything like that. I am a human that um, has lived a life to this point. And I want to say that something I learned a long time ago that has really helped me in my life has been this whole premise that I am often wrong. Please correct me. And I think right now we're due for a correction. And a lot of the upheaval and a lot of the things that we're hearing and feeling and seeing and reading about and posting about is all about us trying to reach that. In the movie Tombstone, Wyatt said, somebody said that Wyatt was looking for revenge after uh, the Cowboys had killed his brother. And uh, Doc says, nope, he's looking for a reckoning. And uh, we're looking for a reckoning in our country right now. That's what I feel. I know personally, I'm going to just speak for me. On a lot of levels, I'm looking for a reckoning just in my own life and the things that I do and what I value. Uh, tonight, I was listening to uh, someone that was a very powerful presentation on uh, Nikki and Mo's uh, live feed that they, that they do. And uh, he was a inter very interesting guy, but one of the things that he talked about was was auditing, doing an audit of the people in your life, and are they bringing you val value or not? And and he has a company called Good Energy, and it's a trucking company. He's never driven a truck or anything like that, but it's a very it's a multi million dollar company. But I was really impressed by by him. So uh, check him out, Alex underscore Good Energy. But it made me think about value. And he talked about who, people to, do you bring value to others and people bring value to you. As I look at everything that's going around, no matter what color, what race, what gender, sexual orientation, immigrant, non-immigrant, it, we have this value. We we have these this tremendous gifts that, man, I just feel like we're denying each other of right now. And and I think we're reaching for it on many levels. And and some people aren't. You know, some people have of um, dealing with some some hate. Um, but there's also sometimes this hate, an acronym that I like to use that I learned a long time ago. 
from uh, someone very dear to me was sometimes hate is hiding a tender emotion. And last night I, was, I watched an interview with uh, Michael Tyson and Tony Robbins. And it was a beautiful interview. If you, if you have a chance, it's 40 minutes. And I'm trying to tell you, it is going to be the most sweetest, most powerful, most uplifting 40 minutes you will listen to and see. And I'll tell you why, for me, it was. We had these two men being very vulnerable and and a lot of self-awareness. And, and Mike, wow, what a beautiful being. What a beautiful being. And his transformation as a person, and he talked about his entire process of how he became an adult and how like Gus the model taught him how to fight, how to kill, but not a lot else. But, and he still loved him for that. But there was a, then Gus died and, and the second part of his education never occurred until now. But he said one thing about hate. And so Tony asked him about the KKK or something. I can't remember quite what it was, but he said, I just look at those individuals as people who have not been loved. And that really rung with me. I was like, wow, yeah, love. And I know in this time, people are talking about guns and war and battle and man, love still can win. Love still does win. And love, and I like to say L-U-V-V, not L-O-V-E, not the hallmark love, but love, like L-U-V-V, where you really have to like, dig in it and go to battle. You have to really bring something to it. You have to raise your energy. You have to increase your power. You, you just don't sit around going, oh, I love you, I love you. No, you come at it like a motherfucker and you just bring it. And that's the love that I'm about. That's the love that's needed right now in this country. Um, it, it's, it's that battle love and that combat love. And sometimes it's not gonna look pretty. That's why I don't dismiss anyone's views that I'm reading about. There's a friend of mine, she's telling everybody, go get your guns. <laughs> and <laughs> I'm not mad at her. I get it. I get it. Go get your guns. You know, uh, and then you got people saying, hey, let's let's make love, not war. And and, and all these views that we have, for me. Again, I'm going to stick. I just really want you to understand. This is me talking. I'm not representing any any particular group or opinion. I'm just representing me and my 67 years on this sucker. And what I have, I've gone through all sorts of phases. But love has something that has a lasting power to it. It it, it is its own weaponry. If if we can use it, if we can just use it to penetrate the illusions and the drama and the drain and the vampires and, and everybody trying to pull us in. You know, we have a leadership right now that, whew, man, I, I, I'll be honest with you. I, 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 tr struggle, I struggle right now loving the environment we're in, but I know that I have to do that. I know that if I do not love, if I do not love, that I don't have a chance in hell of making it through this sucker because, hey, they're coming after us. That's that's for sure. I don't know on what level. I don't pretend to have an expert or, or knowledge. 
I'm just knowing that I'm looking at something. I don't know exactly what I'm looking at. And, and I know some of it is not pretty. Some of it feels contrived. But again, I don't know. So I'm not going to go out there and promote that. I'm just going to say, if I can get you to love, if I can get you to bring that full Monty, that full power to this, we may have a chance. That's the reckoning that's being required. We have to, for, for me, when I read about, I read about a professor uh, in University of Massachusetts, Lowell, I think was where she was working at. She was a dean and she got uh, removed from her job because of a post that she did, which was about Black Lives Matter, and she and she basically said Black Lives Matter, and she and she was really eloquent about it, and and she was very passionate about it, and 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 I'm going to read this to you what she said, and, and then I'm going to let you get back to me how you think this should have been handled. I'm not going to say how I would have handled it. I want to hear back from you. So this is the dean that uh, Neil Boylan from the University of Massachusetts, uh, Lowell, and she was the Dean of Nursing. And this was her email. I am writing to express my concern and condemnation of the recent and past acts of violence against people of color. The email provided to the campus reform dated June 2nd said, recent events recall a tragic history of racism and bias that continued to thrive in this country. I despair for our future as a nation if we do not stand up against violence against anyone. Black lives matter. But also, everyone, everyone's life matters. No one should have to live in fear that they will be targeted for how they look or what they believe. That's a key word, what they believe. The email continues urging the nursing school students to care for everyone, regardless of race, creed, color, religion, ethnicity, ability, or gender preference. Then a nursing student, that was the email that she wrote. Then a nursing student took issue with the Dean's choice of words and posted the email on Twitter saying, including the statement, all lives matter was uncalled for and shows the narrow-minded people in lead positions. That's what she believed. And there's two people that have the beliefs about different things. Beliefs can be disorienting. Beliefs can be uh, divisive, but they both believed it, had their different beliefs. The university responded to the student on Twitter and said, thank you for bringing this to our attention. The university hears you, and we believe, and again, they believe, they believe, and she believes, and the student believes, so everybody has their beliefs, that black lives matter. Okay, I think she did say that, but I'm, I'm going to try not to put my opinion in this. <laughs> Redirecting her statement by the chancellor of the university, wait a minute. Redirecting her to a statement by the chancellor of the university that black lives matter. The professor was then terminated the dean was terminated from her position. What, what's your view on that? You heard it. There's no subterfuge. There's no bifurcated communication there. It's like, 
It's really clear what she said, what the students said, and what the school did. This is why we need a reckoning. But I'm not gonna. I just want you to listen to that, replay it if you need to, and then give me your feedback on this because I, I don't want to give my view on it. And and again, remember I started out saying I'm often wrong. Please correct me. So whatever my view is, and I'll let you know it in probably another episode what I felt about this. Um, but I really like to know what you feel. I like to have a dialogue with you. Another friend of mine talked about, his name is Eric Red, just a beautiful man. Um, I've said this many, many times. He's, 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 he's a key person that has saved my life in many ways, um, just from introducing me to taking better care of myself, um, listening, um, guidance. Uh, it's a great exchange. It's, um, <laughs> yeah, he, I guess he's, uh, I guess I'm wider and he's Doc Holliday. Um, that's that's how the connection um, that we have. Um, it's it's a beautiful, um, um, it's a beautiful, it's heartwarming um, to have that sort of connection with another man, to to have that deep love to a black man, and for us to have this connection that that runs very deep in our spirit and our soul. But Eric said something today about peeling back the onion. And when he said it, it rang so deeply with me. And I go, yes, yes, yes. We got to peel back this onion. Now, some onions make you cry and some don't. And the tears, I think, are essential. I think tears allow us to feel when we're, when we're, allowing to, when we're crying out of honest feelings and honest opinions and not to manipulate or not to direct the agenda in a place or in a direction that we want it to go. So as we peel back this onion, um, I want to encourage you to be curious. Now, that's the one thing that I think that can really help in this case is the more curious that you can become on no matter what side of this you're on, if you're for, you know, Black Lives Matter, All Lives Matter, um, wear a mask, don't wear a mask. I'm just, but I'm what I'm really working on for myself. And some days I'm really good at it, and some days I suck. And a few days ago, I really sucked. I have I was in a bad place. I was like, oh man, f these people with that don't want to wear the mask. Man, f these people, you know, f. And I was just in that place internally. A lot of my feelings are internal. And so I, what I do is I tend to withdraw and then I reflect and then I find solitude and then I can come out of it with a little bit more direction if I'm balanced. If I'm out of balance, it could take me a while or I could be reactive. And I learned a long time ago, try not to talk when I'm out of balance, which sometimes frustrates people, uh, frustrates my wife sometimes because I just, I may say something that if I can really take some my time and sort of reflect and find some solitude, I probably it's not gonna it's not gonna diminish my feelings, but I'm probably gonna say it better. So I really believe, again, the word belief, we have beliefs that um, being curious has its value. 
And the minute, so you ever heard of the phrase, curiosity killed the cat? Curiosity killed the cat is a metaphor used to warn of dangers of unnecessary investigation or experimentation. Hmm, that's pretty interesting. I'm always experimenting. I've been experimenting my whole life. A less frequently seen rejoinder to curiosity killed the cat is, but satisfaction brought it back. And I like that rejoinder because through our curiosity, through our loving, and again, that L-U-V-V, that like, uh, not, not, not that, oh, yeah, yeah, no, that, yo, I'm coming for you. I'm coming for you hard, but I'm going to also love you. See, we have this illusion that we got to like each other. Oh, man. It's like, those people I do not like. It's, it's, I've been around people I don't like all my life. and But I still try to master and try to bring about that love, that that love. So I don't have to like you, but I don't also have to dislike you to a point where I can't connect with you. If I can be in plus-plus communication, meaning this, I don't like what you have to say, and you may not like what I have to say, but if we can stay in plus-plus and stay curious, we might come to another, another resolution. Again, I'm going to repeat this again because I think it should become a saying or a mantra for everyone on the planet right now. I am often wrong, please correct me. I am often wrong, please correct me. So, wow, man, I guess I had stuff to say here. And but what, like I said, walking at those stairs were, was deep. And there's a lot more that I'm feeling around this. But right now we need some danger, some daring and new growth evoking response. We need to listen. That's another key. Listen to the viewpoints of other people. Like the person I know who's on IG Talking about every black person get a gun. <laughs> There's probably some value to that. <laughs> you know, I can't, I can't dismiss it. You know, when people, we got people in the street pointing guns at people. I get it. The lawyers that were in, I think St. Louis, that had the gun. I read a little bit about this story. They, they were fearful for their property. I don't know if they're racist or not. Just because you have a gun doesn't mean you're racist. In my viewpoint, again, my viewpoint. I'm not an expert on race or culture, I'm an expert on Jerome. And that's really shaky sometimes. So so don't hold me like to some standard of like you said, I don't know. I've read it. I listened to what they had to say. I understand their fear. Uh, I don't know. I'm not ready to say how I feel about that, but I, I get why they did it. Um, and think about your own home. And think about the dysfunction of your own family. We, we, we all come from families, and we all have had dysfunctional dysfunctional natures of our family. So, wow, you know, let's just like, let's just listen and, and learn and discover. And yes, absolutely, we have to change this crap. Um, there's stuff going on that needs to stop. The reckoning is here. It's not going away. It is being required and is requiring each of us in our own way to face that reckoning. And it's it's scary. It's scary. Like I said, walking up these stairs to my office 
to do this particular podcast. Initially, I was going to pass on it, and I go, nope, you're going to have to go go through this one and face it and say what you want to say about this. This is just part one. There's going to be another part where I'm going to talk about uh, some other issues that are out there, but I'm going to stop right here. It's a lot to digest. It's a lot to hold on to, and I was fasting today, and right when my fast was ending, I was going to prepare dinner, and I heard a voice say, no, no, let's take this energy from the fast, and let's use it in this podcast, and then you can make dinner afterwards. So I'm really glad I listened to that voice because my energy is really high right now. Um, I haven't eaten all day, and I feel great. Um, Oh, man, I feel so wonderful. And I just want to encourage you to understand that nobody out there is an expert. Even our experts aren't experts. We, I mean, with this COVID state, we don't even, we, we, there's a different statement every day. But just, just if you wearing a mask allows somebody else to feel comfortable, please do it. I, I don't like wearing a mask either. As a black man, wearing a mask is not necessarily the optimum thing for me. But I do it. And I still don't quite all get it and quite understand it. But until I have a better understanding, I'll go along with it. Doesn't mean that I'm giving over my my power. Doesn't mean I'm giving over my spirit. Doesn't mean I'm becoming uh, just a robot. It just means that I'm curious. If the mask works, if it doesn't work, I don't know. Again, I am often wrong. Please correct me. Have a great night.